0: Welcome to the Melissa Rx Scripts Podcast, the show that brings you lively conversations with leaders, colleagues, and friends in healthcare, pharmacy, and beyond.
1: Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for the Melissa Rx Scripts Podcast. I'm Melissa Muir Corrigan, and I'll be your host. This is episode 37 of the Melissa X podcast, and thanks for listening. While we're recording this episode as we wrap up season three in the summer of 2021, our stories and conversations continue to connect us, and for that, I am so grateful. Thank you. Well, now, on today's podcast, I'll be highlighting some key themes from our outstanding guests, which may include a prescription or life lesson that they shared. And I encourage you to think about how it may apply to your life or your journey. Also, let me know about your ideas for season four. Can't wait to hear from you. Well, hosting the Melissa Arc Scripts podcast, I continue to learn so much. I want to thank my season three guests for your time, your leadership, and vulnerability. Also, kudos to the fabulous team at Executive Podcast Solutions, Kate Cruz and Jeremy Core, who helped make the magic happen. Well, here we go. Each episode I ask, is there one prescription or life lesson you'd like to share with others or comment on in the spirit of Melissa scripts?" scripts? Michelle Williams in episode 25, Say so Yes to the Great, helps us get started on this one and shared so many gems. I think that for me, all of my leadership
2: opportunities have come because I've said yes to something that I wasn't even sure I could do yet. And so I think that women tend to wait till they have all of their ducks in a row and everything in line before they say yes to an opportunity. And I think saying yes, when people say, you know, oh, can you teach this? Can you do this lecture? Can you take on this leadership position? Say yes. And if it aligns with your goals and your values, say yes, and then figure out how to do it. There's a great book that's called Who, Not How. And it's about using your network and collaborating with people to get your goals met. So say yes, and then figure out who can support you and help you and you
1: can work with to get those things done. Michelle talked to us about saying yes to opportunities. In my interview with Olivia Welter, episode 31, Passion, Attitude, Teamwork, and Honor, included insights about goals, writing them down, being intentional about actions and commitments.
3: Yeah, I think my prescription for our listeners today would be um, something that's worked really well for me throughout my most of my time as a student and going into being a new practitioner this upcoming year is coming up with a goal statement, writing it down, and making sure it's in a place that's accessible to you and where you'll see it pretty much every day. Having your goals, looking you right in the face every day really gives you that motivation to be intentional and strategic about where you choose to invest your time and energy. And just as an example, my goal statement for the most part has always been based upon, I want to pursue a career in pharmacy advocacy and ensuring the pharmacy profession continues to advance in the direction that we want to see. So because of that, because I had it written down in my notes app on my computer, I went in there every day to do whatever in my notes app, but it was always in there um, ready for me to see it that day. It kind of served as a reminder for me like, oh yeah, I do have that event coming up this weekend. If I want to go to it, I should be asking off work just because you know, this event is going to be really crucial for me developing as a leader. Um, so things like that, where you are putting that energy out into the world. I want to do this with myself. I am going to do this for myself. And looking back on that, reflecting on it, Having that as kind of a daily thing, that's been something really useful for me and something that I think really helps us ground ourselves in why we're doing what we're doing.
1: 2021 APHA President Sandra Layal also noted the power of intention on episode 36 Be intentional and be optimistic. Let's learn more from Sandra.
0: One of the things that I really work on, and I'm a, a, sort of an optimist by nature, but it, it is to work on being optimistic, uh, because it's something that you have to be intentional with it. You have to really try to be optimistic. And it's hard. It's hard to do that sometimes, especially with certain situations. But you know, I think it's really important to, to try to look at what the positive aspects are, what the silver lining is. Um, and it goes to the comment I made earlier about the pandemic and terrible situation, how we've all... incredible stress to this and trying to find out what good came of this, you know, what, what was the reason why this happened and take it in stride and try to make it or turn it into something that ends up creating a better situation in the future. So that whole aspect of optimism, working on that, thinking about it, waking up and just kind of, you know, thinking about the good things that you've done or contributed to, that is something that I try to work on every day. And that ha- makes a big difference in my ability to to cope in a lot of ways and to try to overcome some of these days that are really, really challenging. And it's not easy, but it does take effort to do that and to think about it in, in an intentional way. So that's one thing I, I wanted to mention. The other thing I just, it sort of goes along the same lines is to take risks. It's so important to to take risks, even though something is scary, even though you might perceive something to be judged in a certain way, take the risk because, you know, if you don't take the risk, you'll never know what happens. And if there's something that you want to do or some challenge that you want to take on, you know, the status quo sometimes is way worse than the unknown of what that opportunity could bring to you. So think about that, take a risk and, and hopefully something good happens from that. And I've taken some incredible risks in my life. I remember when I left El Rio, you know, that was literally was like, I, I remember being called the poster child for El Rio and I decided to join the symphony group. And it was because I wanted to do something to impact and, and, and share the experiences we had at the local level on a more national level and really try to solve some of these access to care solutions. It was a big risk, but the reward has been tremendous. And I still think about the moments and the pro and con lists that I created as I was trying to make that decision. And I sat with my family and we talked about it and it, it literally was one of the biggest risks in my life, but it became one of the biggest rewards. And so I still reflect on that moment in my life. And I'm even thinking about You know, what's my next big risk and what am I going to do next? Because I still want to impact greater things. And so I I think I still think about that every day.
1: Sandra reflected on the pandemic and challenging times. In episode 27, Choose to Move Forward, we heard from Wendy Weber about navigating difficult circumstances and choosing our reaction to it
4: my prescription would be that the only thing in life we can control is our own behavior and attitudes so how we react to a situation is completely up to us we can decide to take the negative side or we can try to choose to find the positive in the situation and regardless of what the situation may be at the time there's always something positive that can be learned from it. And I think back to, you know, when my employer downsized and my position was eliminated, you know, you think that's kind of the end of the world at the time, but, you know, there were so many blessings that came out of it and I wouldn't have the position that I have right now where I'm able to work from home. I can take my kids to school every day. You know, if I want to pick them up right after school or make them go to aftercare, you know, that's my choice, but I don't have to feel like they're getting the short end of the stick, which you know, in my previous position, they definitely would have been getting the short end of the stick. So, you know, there's always a positive to find somewhere and it allowed me to rebuild some relationships with people that I hadn't talked to in a long time as well. So, I, you know, you can choose to, to wallow in self-pity or you can choose to move forward. And that was my approach was I choose to move forward. So the only thing in life we can control are our own behaviors and attitudes.
1: I was so moved by Candace Webb and her efforts to advance health equity which she described on our Melissa Rx Scripps interview, episode 30, Care for the Clinicians and Caregivers. This work is heavy and her prescription and reference to Dory made me smile.
3: I would say this is, it might be a little cheeky, but um lately the Finding Nemo, you know, when when life gets you down, you know, keep on swimming, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's been working for me this week. Honestly, <laughs> I could say something more profound, but I think at the core, at the heart of it, you know, there's always going to be, you know, something to criticize, but why don't we focus on what is good yeah. right now before us, right? I, I really do believe in focusing on the good and not, not to bury your head in the sand, but I do think that there is value in, in taking stock of the, the blessings that, we, you know, that each of us have and, and, focusing on that as a, as the light forward.
1: Well, there are times when we just keep swimming and still things bring us down. Listen to Jan Carmichael's prescription on episode 28, lots of firsts in my career about her perspective on forgiveness? Oh, it's a good
2: one. I think I'd like to talk about forgiveness. There are so many people today that seem so angry. You know, pharmacists especially are very overwhelmed by their jobs. Some people don't even have a job. The demands of this pandemic on family and finances and fitness and the politics that's going on today. For so many people, I think searching for some sort of peace or purpose is the most debilitating source of pain. It has to be the struggle to forgive. There was a time when I believed that the act of forgiveness meant accepting the offender and by doing so, condoning the act. I didn't understand that the true purpose of forgiveness is to stop allowing whatever that person did or said or how it made me feel to affect how I live now. And I borrow a quote from Oprah Winfrey on this. She actually loves this quote so much that she says it's her mantra. And that is the definition of forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could be any different. You can accept or reject the way you're treated by other people, but until you really heal those wounds of the past, they continue to affect you. And you know, it's almost like you're bleeding all the time when they come up. And you can band-aid that bleeding with food or alcohol or drugs or work or cigarettes or sex but eventually it sort of still continues to stain your life so until you can find the strength to open that wound and you know stick your hand in there and pull out the core of that pain and really look at it and i think women especially are particularly bad at letting others really the memories of the past something someone said sort of ruminate in our brain long past the Point where that person even remembers what they said to you. So I think this really speaks very clearly to me and I think it probably speaks to other people that you know, pushing against this need to even forgive that person really is just like a poison. It just continues to affect the way you are. And until you surrender to those, those hurt, those loss, that resentment, that disappointment, and really accept the truth that something did happen and now it's done. You know, you need to make a decision, I think, to put the pain as it rises up within you and kind of just to actually allow it to pass right through you. Give yourself permission to let go of the past and step out of your history into what is now and not let those past hurts and disappointment continue to affect the way you you live now. Forgive and set yourself
1: free. Big moments have returned in 2021 as vaccines were administered and things opened up family gatherings, travel, and weddings. I'm grateful that Nancy Bell, episode 29, Create a Joy List, reminded us about the small modes, those day-to-day things, and what brings her joy.
5: I think day-to-day is important for people. And it's, as you mentioned, it's especially important right now. I actually did a little bit of a life coaching program with a life coach, And one of the things that she encouraged me to do was to create a joy list. And she said, you know, you can put, you know, vacations at the beach or ski vacations or, you know, the big things that we look forward to. And those definitely are joy bringing. They, They bring you joy. But I would encourage you to have things in every day, have options in every day that bring you joy so that you can intentionally experience joy. I mean, really, what are we here for if we're not, you know, having sort of a a good time through all these trials and tribulations? And so, you know, walks in nature, even, you know, if a good cup of coffee is really your jam... Then make that cup of coffee, sit down and really, really enjoy it though, and say, This is my time. And so I mentioned, you know, one of the things that I did was put a bunch of bird feeders right outside my window of my office. And of course, my family thinks I'm insane. I've become this, you know, crazy bird lady. But, you know, (laughs) I'll sit there with a cup of coffee and, you know, the usual suspects come by and I've got different woodpeckers and, you know, squirrels that have names now. And, it's just, it's brought me some joy. So the other thing is we have a, a neighborhood owl that we've been hearing at night. And so I've made it my mission to try to see him, to try to spot him at some point. Uh, oh. And, you know, if you can't if you can't have fun and have some joy in every day, then it's, it's really kind of sad. So, you know, last night my 16-year-old grabbed me and we did a little dance in the kitchen. And I kind of mentally marked those things down to... Because otherwise you can kind of get bogged down and not realizing that you're experiencing those good moments.
1: More activity and experiences reinforces the need to pause. Let's hear from Christina Martin, episode 35, Navigating Transitions and Change, about turning inward and taking a breath. My
6: one prescription or life lesson that I'd like to round out our time together is is a reminder that sometimes the most important moment in an entire day is the rest we take between two deep breaths. Why? You know, we're very reactive. We live in this very reactive society where we're constantly connected to digital devices. And this information rewires our brains so that we're impulsive and reactive. It makes our heart rise. We hold our breath. Our shoulders are scrunched up by our ears. You know, we are constantly connected to information. Technology isn't changing, but we can choose how we respond. And that's really cool. This last year has been hard. A lot of choices were taken away from us, but we every day have the choice to respond. Um, And so that's that's a mantra I, I live by. You have a choice. You get to choose how you are responding. And the practice of yoga, it trains our mind and our body, how we respond, whether we're trying to keep breathing in a very uncomfortable position, or we're trying to retrain our wandering mind to come back to the mat and come back to the present moment. And it's all a lot of practice. It's practice. It's practice. It's practice. Yoga practice, not yoga. Perfect is what my teachers say. And uh, you have to be intentional about it. And so when you're intentional about this pause and the moment where you choose on how you respond, that really becomes the new norm. So again, sometimes the most important moment in your day is the
1: rest taken between two
6: deep breaths.
1: As learners and student pharmacists head off to school, there are foundational messages that help them set their course. Let's listen to Renee Chestnut, episode 31, talk about PATH or passion, attitude, teamwork and honor.
7: I have a favorite analogy and I guess it's an acronym that I try to keep in perspective for myself, and then I share it with our incoming students each year, and that is that we are on a path in our professional and personal lives, certainly in a figurative sense as we think about traveling the path and the journey, but PATH also forms an acronym for four perspectives and mindsets that I think are so important for success, and so path um, where the P stands for the passion that keeps us going and maybe helps us through some of those tough times because we remember why we're working for what we're working for. A stands for attitude that having a positive attitude that's got an open mind. It's probably more important now than ever. T is for teamwork and the importance of collaboration and collegiality, and then honor for doing what is right and being professional. And my own perspective, I found that when I kind of get off track, uh, pun intended, on these things that it's not a forward moving path. And I, a lot of times have to get myself out of the rut that I'm in and get myself back on the right path. And maybe it's an attitude check. Maybe it's checking in with my team. Maybe it's reminding myself why it is that I'm doing uh, what I'm doing, what the big picture reason is for it. So I'll share that with uh, the PATH acronym. I'm passionate about pharmacy,
1: healthcare, and leadership. Hosting the Melissa R. Groups podcast has expanded my curiosity and spirit of collaboration. Let's dig deeper and learning from each other as Jimmy Hatton-Kolpeck shares her prescription on episode 33, Create a Culture of Belonging.
8: I think if I just could put it in, in one thing, I challenge all of us in pharmacy to really think about creating that culture of belonging as an individual, as an organization, as a business Let's respect and listen and value each other's opinions and, and learn from the experiences that others have brought uh, and what their journeys have carried them through. And let's get everyone to the table in one way or the other, if that means being an ally for them or uh, being their voice. But we can't be their voice if we don't hear their voice. And for them to share that story, they have to feel like they belong and they're valued and respected.
1: Season three included many magical conversations. Let's listen to V Beauty Arya, episode 32, Power to the Collective, share her thoughts on being kind to yourself and allowing yourself some grace. I think for me, it it might sound simple, but it's really challenging
6: to be good to yourself and allow yourself some grace. I think that we have, we all have lots of things that we grapple with on a daily basis, personally, professionally. And, you know, I think those two are quite related. I don't think they're completely separate. I've also just realized that, you know, uh, to quote (laughs) Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. And I think that we have to all remember that we do have power. But that power and that compassion that we love to extend to others, we also have to extend to ourselves. So I would say, be good to yourself and allow yourself the grace. We're all fallible and it's perfectly imperfect. That's just
1: how it is. And it's beautiful. We're a beautiful mess. And so that's okay. My conversation with Valerie Prince was filled with hope. Valerie, episode 26, greatest blessing of my life encouraged us to embrace the season of life you are in right now and make the most of it.
8: My first thought was, you know, who, who am I, I to, to be trying to give life lessons to anybody? And then I thought, well, you know, I've been alive for 50 plus years, and I actually think that I have learned some things, and some of them not in very good ways, but uh, I've learned them. And one of the things I think that I would say the most is accept whatever season in life that you are in, whatever season you're in, God has put you there at that time and try to make the most out of it and try to be happy right then where you are. Don't wait till something else happens or something changes or you're led to a different place. Be happy with the season you're in and accept it. When I was in pharmacy school, I loved being in pharmacy school. I loved being at Mercer. I loved, loved being part of ASP. I loved where I did my residency when I was early in practice. I loved that. I loved being part of the Academy of Pharmacy Practice and Management, one of the best things ever. And I, I did make the most of that. But sometimes in life, like the period when I was suffering from infertility, that season of life was extremely painful and extremely hard to accept in retrospect when I realized there was a reason for me to be in that season and and to go through that thing. You just have to realize that God has a plan for your life. He puts you in different seasons in different places at different times and try to accept that and try to be happy where you are. You only have one chance to go through a lot of seasons. One chance in pharmacy school, one chance to be early in your career definitely only one chance to parent your children there are no do-overs for uh, most seasons in life so just make the most of it when you're there a trailblazer and visionary brings us home
1: today let's close our season three recap with wise words from 2021 remington honor medalist mary ellis bennett with reflections from episode 34 Get off the road and create a new path, reflecting on being authentic and taking risks.
9: So I've really thought a lot about this. I have, I have a pretty typical answer that I give to this question. But one thing really surfaced for me that was a little different, and it's actually surfaced this morning um, as I was reflecting, and I think the advice I gave myself eventually uh, that I think really opened doors for me would be the advice that I, I would give to other people. And that is when I made the decision to bring who I am to pharmacy was when I was able to effectively create change. It was when I stopped trying to be what I thought I needed to be or what I had to be or try to fit a mold, even in academia, which is tough. When I decided to bring who I was, what gifts I had, what strengths I had, that was when I felt a change. So I think it's so, so important to be authentic and to be self-aware and, and know who you are and believe in who you are. You know, you were created with great gifts and th- that's what you want to lead from. And, and for me, that was taking risks. And I think it's very natural for pharmacists to not take risks. We, we help people make the best use of their medications and we certainly don't want to take any risk in what it is we do. But I think the risk is in finding new and better ways to help people make the best use of their medications. So I would encourage people not to be afraid to be who they are, to say yes to new opportunities to fit who you are, to say yes to the things that you don't always have answers for. Take that road less traveled or even get off the road and create a new path. If you really feel down in your gut, if you're really feeling that nudge, that call, whatever it is you want to name it, Take the risk and say yes to it. You know, you want to figure out what table you need to sit at. You want to get done what you need to get done. And then you need to get to that table and lean in. I love the book, Lean In. You want to help set that table so you can better help patients and make the best use of their medications. And so I think if we're always putting in front of us what I can do to help patients better use their medications, to get the best use of their medications, to optimize their therapy... If I can see the beginning of a path or a better way to get this done, then that's what needs to drive me and I need to take the risk to do that. And I would say personally, the same thing. Say yes to life. We all work hard. We all want to make a difference. I, I don't know that I've met a pharmacist that doesn't want to make a difference and they work hard to do that for other people. I just believe we need to take time to celebrate the big things and the little things. You know, there's not that many big things that come along to celebrate. So we got to find little things along the way just to stop and celebrate and, and just take time to be, not to always be doing. Uh, so I would say find your authentic self take the risks to be that person, bring that to pharmacy to help our patients make better use of their medications. And in the meantime, say yes to life and go out and celebrate the big and the little things every day.